guys, welcome back to another episode of Yes, You Didn't See That? Y'all, I know I'm late with this one too, but we're going to talk about the uh, vice presidential debate because Lord, was it funny. It was so hilarious. So, but before I get started, I wanted to, you know, just welcome everybody back. And if if you're new, you know, you just found the podcast, welcome, welcome. And if you are a returning listener, thank you for coming back. Make sure you hit that subscribe button on Spotify and spread the word. Now, let's get into this debate. Now, as of this recording, the debate has already happened between um, Senator Kamala Harris and uh, Mike Pence. And um, today actually is Thursday, so today is actually the last, um, the date of the last presidential debate. So I just wanted to get this recording in before that happened because I'm sure tonight's uh, presidential debate is going to be hilarious. So, but we will discuss that uh, after it happens. So, okay. So, the vice presidential debate was between Senator Kamala Harris, or Kamala, Kamala Harris, got to say her name right. Um, She is a Democrat from California. And Mike Pence, who's uh, Vice President Mike Pence. And the debate took place on October 7th. So again, this is, as the date of this recording, it has already happened. And they had a moderator from USA Today. And it was a woman, I can't remember her name, but it was a woman. Excuse me, y'all, for the the sniffling. I got a little cold. Um... So let's get into it. So after the 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 first presidential debate, they you know I guess try to put in some you know more precautions due to the COVID. So there was like a plexiglass like divider in between um, Senator Harris and Mike Pence. So you know to protect them. So I you know I thought that was a good idea, and I guess. You know, after everything, you know, she probably was like, I don't want to be near him. So that was, I think that was good on their part that they did that. And, um, you know, as the debate was getting ready to start, you know, they go over the rules. You know, each person is given a certain amount of time to respond to a question each. And then there's like supposed to be a a debate between, you know, between them. So... (laughs) Let me just say that there's never really a debate. You know, once they say their piece, either somebody jumps in, you know, and then it's just like a whole hot mess. But, um, you know, we we had faith in in, in Senator Harris because we knew she was not going to take no mess. So um, the first question, I think, uh, was asked. And I, I believe it was probably for Mike Pence, if I'm trying to recall correctly. So as he was talking, let me tell y'all how Senator Harris, the look on her face, like the expressions on her face said everything. It was just so funny. That was like the highlight of the whole debate was the the facial expressions of um, Senator Harris. And I was just telling my son, because my son was watching that we were, you know, that was part of homeschool for the uh, history class. So we were watching the debates together. 
And I just said, yeah, she, she's serving them up that look. And, and the look, if you do not know or if you do not remember, the look is if you're a parent, especially a mother, then you know that look that you give when your kids come to you and they telling you all kind of lies and you be like, oh, really? You, you going to go with that? That's the look she was giving my pets. It, it was just so funny. And then, um, I, you know, as the debate was going on, you know, they tried to, uh, it wasn't like Donald Trump and, um, and Joe Biden. So it wasn't like a whole like interruption, interruption so much like, um, you know, what Trump did, but, you know, there were times where, you know, um, Mike Pence did interrupt. And let me tell you, so as I was, you know, sitting there looking and watching, I was like, man, Mike Pence kind of resembles John McCain. Like, he really kind of favors him. So I was just, you know, that was just a random thought I had at the time. And I was just like, hmm, that's that's crazy. So, um, and then um, the moderator, so the next question the moderator had asked was to Kamala Harris about... um, Something about the about the current administration, and then Senator Harris went on to you know talk about Trump and you know how he been out here lying and being evasive and everything, and she said like the main thing that stood out to me was when she said that he you know explained how he owed, um, uh, like I think it came out in the news that he owed a certain, that Trump owed a certain amount of money. Uh, like in taxes or something like that, or, you know, he has debt. So it was so funny the way she explained it. She was just like, you know what, when they, you know, when somebody has debt and then she started, you know, you can see the little roll in her neck. She said, when somebody has debt, that means that they owe somebody some money. So we want to know who Donald Trump owes money to. It was so funny. I was like, oh, my God, I cannot believe she just said that. But, you know, she broke it down. So, you know, for us common folk, everybody understand debt. We understand owing. And, you know, when we owe debt, we have to pay up. So, you know, she threw that out there. Like, why do you have to pay? You know, why doesn't he have to pay up? And who he owe money to? So, um, you know, that was another, you know, funny moment there. And then, you know, again, as the debate went on, Pence, sorry, he, you know, just would not answer questions. He was doing a lot of deflecting, and it was just, like, crazy. And I think I posted on Facebook, I was like, oh, my God, is his hearing aid on? I mean, did he not hear the question that the moderator had asked? And he went on, you know, he started talking about something else. Like, he just kept deflecting and deflecting. I'm like, why are you lying? On, you know, why are you out here lying in these COVID streets? Like, are you serious? So, um, you know, that, but that seemed to be, uh, you know, his MO for the evening. But, and then I will say that the moderator that they had, I would really wish I remembered her name, but, um, she was a whole, (laughs) she was a, a, a little better than Mike, than, um, Chris Wallace, but she had her issues too. Like she wasn't the greatest either, but, you know, she tried to get control over the, you know, over the candidates and, you know, that way they could move on to the questions. And then, you know, after a while when, you know, Mike Pence was, um, 
you know, going on a tangent or, you know, interrupting Senator Harris and, you know, taking up her time. Let me tell you how Senator Harris, like, she put, she gave that girl the hand. She gave the moderator the hand and was like, look, I need to reclaim my time because, you know, he went over. So I'm going to say my piece. And that's what I'm talking about. She, like, she wasn't having it. It was just so funny. And I mean, I was just yelling at the TV, just cheering. It was just crazy. And then, let me tell y'all, you know, maybe I want to say what about, because I think the debate was about an hour or so. I think it was like an hour or so. So maybe about 45 minutes into the debate, a special guest showed up. And I, at first, I didn't even see it at first. My son was the one who pointed it out and was like, oh, my God, he has a fly on his head. I was like, what? He was like, yeah, that man got a fly on his head. I was like, oh, my God. And so, you know, I look real close. I put my face up to the TV. You know, I can't, I can't see too good. And sure enough, <coughs> excuse me, Mike Pence had a fly on his head. I mean, that sucker stayed there for a good two minutes, and he did not flinch. He did not, I don't know, he didn't move. He didn't do nothing. I'm like, I think you would, I know, I've had a fly land on me before, and I know I have felt it. So I'm just surprised that he didn't, you know, he didn't feel it. So, um, it, you know, that was like the highlight. And let me tell you, the internet went crazy with that fly <clears throat> excuse me so but i think um you know all in all the this debate um at least you were able to hear you know some of the you know side of the candidates you know plans and arguments and things like that but um you know but there was some you know, like interruptions uh, and things like that and not giving, the, you know, the, the candidate enough time and everything. But, you know, for the most part, it was better than the, the first presidential uh, debate. So let me tell y'all how it didn't went crazy. It went left after the debate happened. So um, if you hear any music, part of my, you know, my neighbor's. And they music. They decide it's the time they want to play music. So if you hear it, pardon that. <laughs> but anyway, so um, so after the debate was over, I was ready for the. I was ready for CNN. I was ready for MSNBC. Like, come on, Joy Reid. Come on, Rachel Maddow, Anderson Cooper. I was ready for the for the commentary, and. It was just so funny. And um, like MSN, MSNBC said that the fly came in second place after Senator Harris. I was just like, Lord, it was, you know they wasn't. When something like that happens, you know they ain't going to let that be lived down. So, you know, that was truly hilarious. And But I will say, you know, Pence, he was looking a little sick there. I was like, maybe he might have COVID. I don't know. He, he looking a little, you know, he kept his eyes down. His, You know, his he always kept, like, looking down. His, they, you know, when he did look up, they said his eyes were, like, red and everything. So people were wondering what was going on with him. So um, it was just crazy there. And then, so the the, um, the the vice presidential debate was on a Tuesday. So that Thursday, like late Thursday evening, I want to say, the president said he had him and uh, the first lady Melania Trump tested positive for COVID. Everybody was like, "What?" He sent out a tweet talking about, "Yeah, we 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 tested positive." Now, y'all, 
all of these things, all of these rallies and, you know, he's been doing everything he's been having at the White House. And, you know, a lot of people don't wear masks and everything. So, you know, it kind of was inevitable that he was going to test positive for COVID. So, and then that Friday morning, um, you know, it was a whole big news thing on, you know, all the networks that they were going to send him to Walter Reed. So, obviously, he was sick enough where he had to go into, you know, to, into the hospital. Now, they kept reporting on the news that, you know, the White House has this whole medical wing. They could do anything there, pretty much. If they need to care for, you know, any staff, uh, you know, of the White House or whatever, but they had to send him to the hospital. So it was a little more serious than what they could do at the White House. So, um, so then the whole, like that whole weekend was crazy. Like, and then Trump's doctors that they had, that he had at Walter Reed, they, you know, they were being, you know, evasive as well. You know, they'll give you a little bit of information. And, you know, the reporters kept asking, you know, when did he test positive? And the doctors would not give, you know, any answers to that. And, you know, in in their defense, they kept saying that, um, you know, due to the HIPAA laws, you can't just be telling everybody, you know, everybody's medical business out here in these streets. So they really kept that. Like, we still don't know to this day. And even after this has happened, so then, um, you know, the doctors would come do, uh, you know, uh, like media, like a little uh, conference or whatever outside the hospital, like to give an update. And, you know, they said that they gave him, you know, these, uh, like he got, um, you know, some medicine and everything that's that's been really, con- uh, what do you call it, um, controversial in the news because it's not um you know fda approved and they gave him some like like blood trans like blood something blood platelets or whatever they gave him and um so once they gave him that then they the president started to i guess he was feeling better or whatever so he now you know trump being trump he had a whole like I want to say, so he went in Friday, I think probably on Sunday, I want to say it was that he, either Saturday or Sunday, that he decided that he was going to take him a little ride around uh, Walter Reed, like outside for the supporters, because they were, you know, been people had been gathering outside the hospital. So um, he went to go say hi to them. So he got in the car, you know, him and his Secret Service got in the car now. If you've already tested positive, that means you've been contagious. So he had some symptoms. And, um, you know, if you're in like a car, there's no ventilation because all the windows was rolled up. And they said, yeah, you know, the Secret Service people, they have masks on. But, I mean, even when his um, helicopter, oh, let me tell you, he took a helicopter ride over to Walter Reed. So, you know, it's just up the street in a helicopter. But, you know, they... All of those people who were in that helicopter with him were possibly exposed. The Secret Service, you know, all of that might have been exposed because they were they were in like close uh, quarters with the president. So, um, so he did his little, you know, got in the car and you know did his little wave to the people and then went back inside. Uh, Walter Reed. Then. Um, 
you know, again, they still, his Trump stock is still continue to dodge and, you know, really not give full answers to the press. Um, and then they said, yeah, he may, he's feeling well enough. He might go home on Monday. Like the president, he was ready to get out of there. He was just like, look, I'm, I'm done. Um, you know, I don't, I don't want to be in the hospital anymore. So, so, but, so after that happened, so Saturday night, so here come SNL. Now, we was like, look, y'all, you know, SNL, Saturday Night Live, they better come with it. They better come with it with the, with the whole fly on the head. And sure enough, they did. And they had um, Jim Carrey as, uh, as Mike Pence. And they had Maya Rudolph as Kamala. She plays a, she plays a good uh, Kamala. And, um, you know, they did their whole little spiel. They had the whole fly swatter and everything. It was just, like, hilarious. And um, so that was Saturday. And then um, I believe the president was released on Monday, I think. So Monday he went back to the White House. And then here, you know, everything was starting. Okay, so the media is just like, okay, so when did he test positive? Did they do the contact tracing? Because you know you're supposed to do con contact tracing. You're supposed to quarantine yourself once you test positive. You know, they get... Um, you know, they get all the information about who you were in contact with. Now, the president had been to like three, maybe two or three states out west um, during, you know, leading up until the debate. You know, he had this event in the Rose Garden with the, um, his nominee for the for the Supreme Court. So a lot, every, all of these places, people did not, well, not a lot of people had masks on. So, um, then it started to come out in the news, you know, a lot of people, uh, were not contacted because, uh, um, some people in the, like staff at the white house started testing positive and I'm like, oh my God, come on now. You got a whole COVID white house now. And it just, you know, Melania Trump, she was quarantined. She didn't have to go to the hospital. Apparently they said her case was mild, but the president had to go. And then, um, let me see what else. Uh, so they still. Um, oh, and then let me tell you who uh, Chris Christie is. The he was the governor of New Jersey at one time back in the day. So Chris Christie was the one who was prepping, uh, you know, like doing the debate prep with Trump uh, leading up to his uh, debate. So he had tested positive as well. So now all of a sudden he got a whole new out. Chris Christie got a whole new outlook on, on COVID now that uh, he was exposed. So um, it was just weird. And I'm like, duh, why would you not think that wearing masks? I mean, it's not 100%, but I mean, it's, you know, it's something, you know what I'm saying? And you know, when people keep disregarding it and then, you know, all of those people who were at the rallies, who were, at, you know, at the White House uh, event with the um, Supreme Court justice nominee and, you know, they're all in close quarters and they keep listening to somebody who's supposed to be leading the country and he who does not, you know, he mocked people, he just you know, who wore a mask and everything, and then look. So it was like the biggest, I think, the biggest wake-up call for him, but he gonna act like it was no big deal, but he know. So, um, you know, 
it was just crazy. So, um, and again, they like no contact trace. And a lot of people was like, no, I would, they didn't call me. And, you know, the president was in New Jersey. At some, he was trying to raise some money for his campaign in New Jersey. And the people that were there, they, you know, they said, no, the White House didn't, you know, call us to say anything. So, you know, here we go, covering up, covering up. But, you know, I think that's just the way they like it. So, um, I think so. That was all in all. That was the the coverage of the, you know, the vice presidential debate. And they only have one debate. So, and like during that time, I also celebra- celebrated a birthday. I'm another year older. So, happy birthday. Well, you know, it's past now, but happy birthday to me. So, um, on that note, I want to say... Please, guys, continue to wear your mask, wash your hands, six feet, you know, social distance. Do all of the stuff that you need to do to protect your family and friends, even if other people are out here not doing it. So you only can control you only can control what you do. You can't control what nobody else does. So but, you know, you just need to be make sure you are as safe as possible. And. Stay tuned for the next episode where I'm going to be, you know, talking about this last presidential debate and, you know, and let y'all know how that went and all the hilarity that's probably going to happen with this. But they said this time they are going to be, um, you know, muting the mic. So once the moderator asks a question, then um, they will, you know, mute the mic for the, you know, for somebody um, so the other person can respond and get, you know, whatever they want to say out. So, which, you know, unfortunately now we have to do that given who we working with. So let's see what happens. And until next time, peace. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Yes. You didn't see that? This is Yaz, and I want to welcome everybody back. And if this is your first time listening, welcome, welcome. If you are a returning listener, thank you for coming back. I want to shout out my listeners in Ireland, Canada, even, you know, we're starting to get some people in Russia. I was surprised. I was surprised. Welcome, welcome. And of course, here in the United States. Thank you for stopping by and and hanging out with us. So today's episode is going to be about this whole high school process that, um, you know, we are in. So my son is in eighth grade now, so we have to start finding a high school for him to go to. Now, um, it was just funny how this, like, this whole you know, things started because I received this email from his, you know, the school that he used to attend uh, last year. So, um, but he doesn't go there anymore. So, but I guess they still have me on like the, you know, uh, the email list. And I received the email from the guidance counselor, the guidance counselor. And so there were, she was hosting a a Zoom meeting, like about the whole, like applying to high school for your kids, right? So I was like, okay, so let me, let me go check it out, see how it goes, 
see what other information I could find, right? So the day of the uh the day of the Zoom meeting, I had my notes, I had my paper on the side and you know my the pen so I could take notes and everything. So on the Zoom call, they had a good amount of parents, I would say. They really did. And it was the guidance counselor and the principal of the school. Now, the principal is he's known for like being like a no nonsense uh, type of person. So, um, you know, it was funny to hear what he had to say uh, during the his little portion of the, the Zoom meeting. So before the guidance counselor started, she introduced the principal. So he came on there and he let the parents know. So this is seventh and eighth grade uh, you know, combined, um, you know, parents that were on the call, but mainly he was talking to the eighth grade parents. So he went on to say that the, some of the eighth grade students are not, uh, like fully going to all of their classes. So they may check in, you know, in any class and that is, you know, the attendance for for like the whole day. But they are not going to all of their classes. So I was like, wait a minute, what? So now, though the remote learning, this is the, the kids' second go around with it. And they have learned all types of tips and tricks on how to be present but not be present. And I've known, you know, a few of... My Facebook friends, and I've seen on Facebook, like, how they have been posting pictures of their kids, like, sleeping during the Zoom class, and, you know, it, it's just, it was just hilarious. So, the principal said, um, you know, parents, make sure your kid is attending, and, you know, not just hitting the attendance for, yeah, I'm in school, but he, you know, he or she must attend every single class that they have, you know, during that day for it to be counted that they were in school, because come to find out the kids, they have been, you know, um, hitting that mute button and, you know, turning the video off. So, you know, when you do all of that, you it still shows that you are present. But, you know, you're just, they're not able to see you on the video or hear you through the mic. So I was just like, oh, Jesus. I said, yeah, they trying. And I know, you know, the school was in Brooklyn. So I was like, yeah, I, I, I could see them doing it. I could see a few of the kids, you know, thinking they slick. So, um, so after this principal gave his little speech, then the guidance counselor came on. And, you know, she was telling the parents how it is important for, uh, you know, your kid to be going to school. You know, you don't want to have no problems. And the principal did say before he left, he was like, look, I have no problem leaving your kid back. So if they miss a certain amount of days, they will not be graduating. And if they're not, you know, turning into work along with some other things, they will not be graduating. So don't wait till, you know, June comes around you know, to start making a fuss about why your kid ain't graduating. I was just like, look, no, are you serious? Like, they they really tried it. So, so the guidance counselor gets on, so she gives her a little spiel, and then she was saying, you know, how she agreed with the principal about the attendance. And, you know, and of course, you know, your kid must, your kid has to be going to school. And given this time, you should know that your, your kid is, 
um, in school or not. So pardon the background noise if you hear any. I just I, I'm telling y'all I got to move up out of here. So, um, but let me tell you where I live, the high school options, he ain't going to school over here. So I just don't feel that the area is, you know, safe. Um, and I just rather be somewhere else. So this is why we're looking into the different options of, you know, different high schools, you know, like in the city. So, um, so when she gets on, she was saying, um, you know, she told us about a few different tests. Like, so if your kid is going, wants to apply to a specialized high school, like if y'all remember that show fame, you know, that, that show was where it was at. So that was like a performing arts high school. So if your kid wants to go, you know, do something like that, there's certain dates, you know, they may hold auditions, but you know, they might do it kind of different this year, given, you know, what's going on with the coronavirus. But um, so she was telling us that that she, you know, she told us this story. She was saying so her husband um, worked in the school as worked in the elementary school. And, you know, she works in uh, junior high or middle school and their daughter was in elementary school. So the daughter attended the school that the father worked in. And so when it came time for, I guess, you know, no, she may may the father may have worked in a um in a middle school as well because um they were applying for high school. So when she told this story, so um so the father may have worked in a in a uh junior high school as well. So come time for them to, you know, they submitted the application, so they're waiting on the decisions if the if the daughter had got into the school or not. And then come find out the daughter did not get in. So I guess, you know, she made some phone calls to find out what was going on. And they told her it was because of the attendance. So they said, you know, I guess every school gives you a certain amount of times you can be absent. And this girl was absent like maybe three times the amount allowed. So she missed out on a, you know, a wonderful opportunity because she was not going to school. And then, um, so while she was telling us this story, I was just thinking, I was like, wait a minute. So if the father worked at the school that the daughter was going to, like, where the hell was the, the dad? And, you know, how come the staff at his school was not, you know, contacting him to let him know that his child was, was absent? Or, like, like where the hell was she? Why, you know, why she not in school? So it was just so funny. Like I was laughing on the call. Thank God I had my thing muted. But I was just like, look, these kids, they going to try it out here in these streets. And, you know, I guess you depending on the, for your own family situation, you don't never know what's going on in somebody's house. That why, you know, that the kid may be absent as, you know, excessively. But it was one of those situations. And you know, in the end, she did lose out on, I guess, one school that she really wanted to go to. But, uh, yeah, so I just know that so far I've only found two high schools that I would, you know, really consider. And if given the state of the coronavirus now, you know, I don't know what it's going to be like next year. But if it's still as bad as, you know, it is now, then we may just... Uh, excuse me, continue on with doing, uh, you know, homeschool the way we are doing it. But, you know, I really kind of wanted him to have that experience of going, you know, going to the actual building, but not, not in this 
current state. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, the Rona's running rampant. Nah, I don't even understand how, you know, they even have schools open now. I mean, I understand, you know, parents got to work or they may not have childcare or whatever, but like, this is, this is like life and death. And it seems like even on the news, every like couple of days, you'll hear a whole school like closed down because like five or six people tested positive for the coronavirus and then that throws off the whole school because now you know if the parent had to work and they're sending their kid now all of a sudden they have to stay at home now and then they lose out so I was just like I didn't understand why they you know sent them you know decided to like reopen schools uh the remote learning I was like at least they could have did remote learning another, you know, at least until January, just to see how we would get a hand if we if we would get a handle on the whole, you know, the whole pandemic as a whole. But you know, so it was just it was just such a like hilarious story to hear. Like really, like your kid was was I don't know she was ducking and dodging she was hiding out in the streets and she wasn't worried about going on to the next uh step but eventually she was found out and you know she the, the guidance counselor did say yeah you know they they really got on her so I'm sure they watched her you know you know they kept an eye on her more after they had experienced that but um so yeah so we're still in the process um still trying to find you know maybe two more options that we could probably consider and then you know see where it goes from there but i will keep you guys updated and i hope everybody is ready for the upcoming election i think we are about maybe six days out as of this recording so you know, stay safe with your mask, have your hand sanitizer, make sure you so- socially distance, and make sure your voice is heard on election day. And stay tuned for the next episode when I will be talking about the last presidential debate. It was, you know, it was interesting. So we will get into that uh, next episode. So until next time, guys, peace.